0: Welcome back, Conscious Parents, to another episode of Listen Carefully. Today, I am bringing you our live Q&A session from Instagram Live. Just so you know, I will be going live every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Mountain Standard, and that is also 1 p.m. Eastern. So bring all of your parenting questions, anything Conscious Parenting-related, and we will be diving in. This is the first week, so this is kind of like just, you know, diving right in, and um, just so you know too, feel free to submit any questions that you would like for me to answer on this live series going forward, and I look forward to connecting deeper and getting to know you, and for you to be getting to know me as well. So here it is, episode one from the Conscious Parenting Q&A series. Welcome Conscious Parents. We are going live today to lean into the questions that you have brought about Conscious Parenting. So wow, thank you so much for being here and being brave and having the courage to Tune in, whether this is you catching the live or whether this is you catching the replay. I am just so glad that you're here. And as we give people a chance to come on, if they are tuning in today, I will start us with a grounding practice. So just finding your seat or finding your Body on the earth, maybe on the cushion, maybe on
1: the seat or the chair beneath you. And if it feels good, bringing a hand to heart or bringing a hand to belly and really feeling how you are. (laughs) I know that's a big question that we get. How are you?
0: How has it been? And I saw my neighbor this morning and we both said, We're hanging in there, you know, and then as I walked away, I was like, what does that even mean, right? We're hanging in there. We're being sloths. We're just doing our thing.
1: So as soon as you find your connection to the earth, to the ground beneath you, I want you to think of one thing that you are thankful for. Maybe it's your beating heart. Maybe it's a breath of fresh air. Maybe you're thankful for waking up today, another fresh start, a new chance, a new way, a new day to show up. And as much as there are so many things to be thankful for, let's just focus on one. Let's take the pressure off everything else and just focus on one. One thing that you are thankful for. And how blessed you are to be here and to have what it is that you are thankful
0: for. So I'm thankful for you being here and let's get started. I'm gonna start with the questions that I got in advance and then if anybody pops on or has questions that they wanna be answered real time, if they want this live Q&A time to dive into what it is they would need support around, I'm so here for it. So my goal and my intention for this Q&A is to um, have that open support and give people that um, nurturing and allow people to show up. I just want to say it's pretty vulnerable to ask questions and it's pretty vulnerable to put yourself out there. I'll speak for myself. Usually, if I'm in a class or if I'm in a group, I tend to be the one that stays quiet and the observer. I like to take in all of the other energy around me. And I love to to just see what is in the group and what is being created around me. So the way I show up in groups usually is I'm taking that quiet role and I am just observing because I like to take in my surroundings and I like to um, take in the feedback of my environment and how I'm being stimulated. I like to notice... Because I feel energetically sensitive and also sensitive in a sensational way I love to notice like either being in a room or in a group of people I love to notice the energy and growing up I used to say oh my gosh this person looks like this person and sometimes I'd say that and people would say you mean like a doppelganger and I would be like kind of you know but then if I would be like hey like," my friend so-and-so looks a lot like my friend, this other friend, right? Like, and people would be like, no, I don't really see that. Or, you know, and not that that um, took away from like how I saw it, but it was like figuring out that, oh, like I'm just reading energy. I'm reading these consistent energetic patterns of feeling a certain way. When I'm around one person and then similarly feeling that similar way to another person so the way I show up in groups is I am quiet I am an observer I wait until I feel like I can trust and then I bring my voice and then I step outside of my comfort zone usually it's when I feel like I have gained the trust of the leader or the person that's running it or the person that's in charge so just wanna say how vulnerable it is to put yourself out there and to be first. So the first question that I got says, how do I focus on empathy? I know I'm supposed to have this empathetic um, response, but there's parts of me that just don't feel empathetic. You know, they, they don't resonate. And I just wanna say, thank you so much for being honest. Thank you so much for putting that question out there. Um, Because a lot of what we hear with like gentle parenting and conscious parenting, there is this like unspokenness around like, oh, this has to be perfect or, oh, we have to do it the right way or our children will be damaged, right? And that's not necessarily true. Rather than being perfect or right, what our children need most from us is seeing that we're human, and what that means is trust, truth, expression, and courage. Are we being honest? And if not, do we have the courage to go back and course correct? Right. So, when it comes to empathy, the best way I can support you with this question is be honest. Right. The way that you said to me, like, I, I know I should be empathetic, I know that that's something I could foster for my child. Right. Like, tuning into that and being honest, is there a way to communicate that to your child in the moment, you know? What is it that they need your empathy around, right? Is it like that they are having deep feelings and that's not something that you're necessarily resonating with but that you understand and that you can hold them in? Is it something where, um, yeah, you feel like you wish your connection was deeper if, if only you could empathize with them? that that would take care of any discomfort or any, um, any feelings that just don't feel quote unquote good or um, preferred, right? So one, I'm always saying, be gentle on yourself. You know, you're vulnerable, you're sharing. You've shared with me that you need help with empathy and that's amazing, right? I heard like, I think it was through natural highs that like, there is a study that something about either Advil or ibuprofen, like taking that decreases empathy. Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like I've heard that somewhere. but I think empathy really is a skill to practice. And if you're not feeling empathetic, I think that that's really gorgeous and amazing to um, come to terms with that and be like, you know what? I don't feel like I'm empathizing. I feel like maybe there is more room to be empathetic. I feel like, you know, I could grow in this area or yeah, I want to show up different, but for what I'm showing up now isn't fully it. And that's okay. You know, you get to find your edges. You get to take care of yourself. And if you believe empathy is required, find the ways that it makes sense for you and where you can communicate with your children, honestly and authentically. How does that sound? Let me know, let me know if if that's clear, or if there is follow-up. Oh, okay, on to the next question. I'm working on self-worth. This is a big one because sometimes we know our worth and then our old patterns sneak in. So for me, for example, the way that this shows up is that I overgive and the way that this is kind of disguised is people are like, oh, you're so generous. Oh, you care so much. And the way that like, that's sort of a self-sabotaging behavior for me personally is when I overgive, then I create this unspoken expectation and not everybody can rise to it, but, but also like I have to be genuine and say, Am I abandoning myself? Or is this truthfully genuine every single time to overgive? And that can be really, really hard because it's a very deep pattern for me and it's very ingrained. So, as I untangle those pieces for myself and I say, Okay, what's really me and what's my pattern? That's when I begin to uncover my self worth. So, working on self worth, that's amazing. I just want to say, if you are working on that, if you are leaning into that, your children are going to get to see you in action. I think that is amazing. I think that is beautiful. It's courageous. And another big thing, like shame and guilt can come up as we're, as we're shedding these layers. Ooh, it's 1-11, make a wish. It's 1-11 where I am in Mountain Standard and it's 111 in Eastern. So I love this. I love this. Um, As you'll get to know me, I love angel numbers. I love connecting with the spirit in the unseen world that's in my highest good and is delivering these messages. So welcoming these angel numbers as we're talking about self-worth. I love this. I love this. I love this. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of ways to express
1: or show self-worth. Saying no. a big one my grandma was really good at
0: this so much so that we made a song about it it goes like this the answer is no the answer is no did you hear that honk too i love this you can't make this stuff up right so yeah no is the easiest thing to remember to increase your magnetism, but the hardest, maybe in my opinion, to practice if people-pleasing, if over-giving, if self-preservation are deep ingrained patterns. And if you have children and you want them to learn a different way, I believe it is amazing that you are practicing self-worth, knowing where your boundaries begin right? Knowing the standards that you hold for yourself and your
1: deep connection to yourself. I think that is beautiful. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Okay, moving on to the next question. What is self-awareness? thank
0: you for asking this. So self-awareness is, hello, beautiful. So good to see you. So, we're just diving into questions that parents have, and we're on the question that says, what is self-awareness? And I think that sometimes when we are on this healing journey, or when we are on the path to healing and transforming, and moving through our cycles, especially as women, right, and all of our cyclical nature, we want to be self-aware to improve ourselves, and I think the lesson that I've received lately about self-awareness is that it's okay to grow slow. It's safe to move slowly in the world, especially when we have influences like Society, our media, anything external, comparison culture, right? These are really big ways that have us believing that we have to be different than who we really are to somehow be better, get to the place we want to get this chasing, right? And that's not how the feminine is. So if you are a mom watching, like that is not how this works. So What is self-awareness? Self-awareness is uncovering the layers of the onion, right? There's no rush to peel the onion and get down to the core. Otherwise, you would be chopping up the onion, right? But peeling away the layers, there is magic to it. There is this uncovering. There is this revealing that's slow and steady And you get there when you get there, you know, I oftentimes, this is another thing I've been thinking about when people use drugs to manipulate their unconscious, right? Let's say that they're shown something, but then they're having a hard time integrating it, right? Not everybody can integrate what they're being shown because it's kind of like poking at these holes of the, of the unconscious, right? We don't know what order the things are presenting themselves. And sometimes people can end up more confused than, than feeling helped, right? But for example, with things like breath work, which is something that I guide my parents in, in our parent coaching journey, is that we receive these unconscious layers that bubble up to the surface. We receive them in these the digestible ways where we are able to integrate and slow and steadily, you know, and at, in ways that we're ready for. So when I think about, self awareness and when i would and when i would define it i would say that like it's okay to grow slow it's okay to go slow it's okay to uncover it one layer at a time there is no rush because if there was a rush it's like what are we rushing to you know what are we rushing to and this can be really hard for those who have patterns of impulsivity, or those who are zero to a hundred, or even like I see this with giftedness, how this shows up, and how um, people who experience giftedness and even neurodiversity, if they like make a mistake or if they um, notice that they're not good at something, it's like, oh, well then I'm just not going to try. Right, and this perfectionism quality sneaks in in disguise because it's like, oh, I didn't do it right, right? And again, there's no right way, and there's no fast track in terms of self awareness, because I think it actually becomes more valuable when you are self aware in this way that um, really serves you and in a way where it like really lands. I know sometimes people say like the light bulb moment that could be another way to define self-awareness. Like this is the light bulb moment. You know, I, I heard it seven times, but you know what? When I heard it from that person that way, that's when it clicked, right? That's what I call like these light bulb moments. And it also reminds me of the way that I journal. I'll oftentimes journal things that are those light bulb moments for me and sometimes I'm not even going back to reflect but for whatever reason like that brain dump or kind of like how the artists way you just kind of dump out all of your subconscious onto the page every morning and it's like that stream of consciousness flow and sort of um, pours everything out in order to create space for that creativity you know so I would say that self-awareness is those little bits by bits that allow you to uncover parts of self, you know, deeper awarenesses. And if you are in relationship, whether that's friendship, romantic partnership, um, your family dynamics, right, notice start to notice the relational dynamics that are in your life. And then start to notice the patterns that you show up with and start to notice the feelings that you have that are triggered based on different scenarios and notice those similarities and notice how um, being in relationship magnifies and amplifies that and shows you so much. And then also realizing the value of being with self and how that as well offers so, so, so much.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Is that making sense? Awesome. Cool, well, cool. Well, those are all of the questions that I had today.
0: And if you have any other questions, feel free to send them my way. I'm going to be doing a live QA every single Monday at 11 a.m. Mountain Standard. So if you want to submit your questions to me, that would be amazing. And I will see you guys next Monday, 11 a.m. MST, 1 p.m. Eastern. And I look forward to it. Take good
1: care. See you.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you on the flip side. Toodles.